Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Alicia. Welcome back, Alicia. Yay! Yay, I'm here. We're so happy to have you it's again. It's great to oh, have you. thank you. I'm honored to be on the show once again. You joined us today for an episode of Ghost Adventures that they tried to erase from history. I guess. Uh, but they were unsuccessful. This episode does not exist on our Season 5 collection. Uh, nor does it exist on the season six collection. So maybe it's on some other random, totally other time period. It's not on the season, season. four collection. It's not. So so how did you guys find it then? We looked up online a whole list of season five episodes and the Rose Hall episode is supposed to be in season five. But it's nowhere. But it's nowhere. So we watched it online off of a website. Um. If you watch this episode, it will be pretty immediately obvious to you why it does not exist anymore. I don't know. <laughs> it has to be. It's just so racist. It's so racist, and it's not even fun. And I'm really, like, I know we talk about racism a lot on this show. And, you know, it's just like, I mean, if you watch Ghost Adventures, there's just no way to avoid it. Honestly, the idea of ghost hunting and this kind of, like... The, the the style of ghost exhibition that these boys do is kind of colonial when you really think about it. It's this very, like, settlers coming into a place that has some kind of historical significance that they don't understand or has been made historically significant because of certain colonial actions that took place there. Unknown things to them that could potentially harm them. Yes. When there are the actual ones doing the harming. So it has this, the, the whole idea of, we've never really talked about this before, but the whole idea of ghost hunting and being a person who travels to these kinds of places to hunt ghosts has a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. And this is a good time to examine that because this is a plantation. Oh, God. And it's in Jamaica. And I was actually wondering, I know we're going to get more into it, but have they gone to a lot of places outside the United States? No, not often. Not often, and the few that they have are mostly like England and Ireland and, and Romania, yeah. okay. all white European uh, countries. Yeah, because this episode in Jamaica made me think they were on vacation, and I know we'll talk more. <laughs> yeah, about they even do they like were. A, they do like a fucking <laughs> ad for the Hilton. Did yeah, basically. This? Okay. Anyway, let, let's uh, introduce this. Yes. This. This is Rose Hall. It's a mystery episode that's been disowned by Travel Channel, I guess. (laughs) And the reason the boys are here, uh, which, again, plays right into all the baggage of being a ghost hunter, is because Johnny Cash owned property on this plantation at one point. Mm -hmm. That's the main reason they're here, is to visit the old Johnny Cash house. Yeah, and I was actually kind of excited for this episode. Oh, sorry. Oh, sweet, Johnny Cash. That's pretty cool. But, yeah, I don't know. It ended up being really disappointing. Well, I guess I'm not disappointed because I expected it to be horrible. Because we're in Jamaica, and whenever you involve any other culture, 
that Zach Bagans and the crew are not familiar with, you end up getting a really horrible time. Especially a, a, a culture that is a place that not only, like America, is the abolition of slavery very recent. Yeah. But this is essentially a, a, a sovereign nation specifically governed and owned by people of color and specifically black people. Uh-huh. And, now it is. And, and one it of, used to not be. One of the only places in, the, in our hemisphere where this is the case. Yeah, that's true. And, and other cultures, this is something that, that happens a lot that people are generally not super aware of. Like sovereign nations, black sovereign nations in the, uni- in, in the fucking world are typically the recipients of a lot of scorn and a lot of hatred and a lot of like prejudice from uh, Western and white nations. Yeah. Like you, you or, all... or used as like a vacation spot. Yes. One of those two things. Either <laughs> it's a pretty place where all the white people like to go on vacation. I mean, look what we did to Hawaii. Or it's a place where all the white or, people like to dish yeah. on constantly like Haiti. People talk mm-hmm. shit about Haiti all the yeah. time. Because Haiti is a sovereign nation of black people. Yeah. It's either a wedding spot or just a dump. That mm-hmm. nobody wants to go to because yeah. it's such a dump, even mm-hmm. though nobody fucking knows anything about the actual place. I think that most knowledge many Americans have of Jamaica is... They know Bob Marley, they know Red Stripe Beer. And they know Cool Runnings. Yes, and they know Cool oh, Runnings. Oh, man. Which is actually Which good is film. a very it's good a film. Good I love Cool Runnings. Yeah. Oh. But that's like, <laughs> that's all we know about. Like... <laughs> I hate to admit that, Olympics. but I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the um, the former, oh man, the former, the, re- the other reason we're here is because of a specific ghost by the name of Annie Palmer. Ugh. Annie Palmer is a horrifying, monstrous human being, like a truly awful person who did things to these slaves, to these enslaved people that are unspeakable. Absolutely unspeakable. I- indefensible and utterly monstrous in a way that 21st century society, if you found out about this today, happenings today, you'd be utterly horrified. I mean, not that the slavery happening in mainland that, yeah, America exactly. was any better, but um, specifically what she would do is she would rape her enslaved workers and then kill them the next day. Because she didn't want them ratting her out. She was like, married. Yeah, she had a husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but and of, then also, and of course, this this started to extend. It got into her 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 marriage marital marital life because she killed her husband too, and then she got married twice again and killed two more husbands. And how she killed her first husband was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, she stabs him to death, and then for some reason I don't understand why she poison she, number two. Well, this. She, no, poison was number one. Po- I think. Poison was number one. I think so. Okay. She, poisoned she poisoned one him, of them, and then she stabbed him. I think okay. she did both. To oh, okay. And the, but then she pours hot oil in his ears. Yeah. And that was the part that I was like, after what? he gets stabbed. Yeah. After I think he's dead by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the third one is truly gruesome because she enlists the help of one of her victims to kill this man, mm-hmm. and he did it. Mm-hmm. The the enslaved person. Well, she, he probably had to. He, she, he probably had no choice in the matter. Yeah. And then later on, he later took revenge by killing her during a slave revolt, uh, which happened in 1831, and that was the end of the Palmer family, and their whole connection to this plantation. And it was kind of like part of it. It, it kind of helped. I don't know if it helped lead to, but around that same time, uh, slavery was abolished by England. 
in Jamaica, I guess. Because this was the, at the time, Jamaica was a colony of mm -hmm. the United Kingdom. So yeah. It's a uh, lot of gross, gross things. Super gross. Of course, the only thing that Zach gets from this is that Annie is freaky and he wants to have sex with her. And that's the only thing he takes he from this whole fucking conversation. Him. He obviously does not know the difference between uh, consensual... Well, yeah, how, how he described these... Uh, these slaves being raped he says instead of rape he says uh seduced that, that annie palmer secretly has sex with the mm. slaves yeah Se secretly the r word does not come into this at all he never even says it no, they never no. acknowledge never that this is a crime rape. as if a man can't get raped and as if slaves don't get like as if slaves are like yes i'll have sex with my oh there's master. nothing wrong with this at all this is totally normal i love this yeah like no no bad could possibly come of this <laughs> so as you can see this is a fraud episode and uh we had some we had some difficulties watching it yeah and so if this is the kind of thing that upsets you don't just don't skip just this skip one it. they, it's awful they struck this from the record so don't even worry about skipping this one if you're going to skip an episode of ghost adventures Zach continuously talks throughout the entire investigation about how he is like single and ready to mingle <sighs> And no, he's drunk too. He's getting drunk yeah, because in the, literally in the beginning, this bartender, I think she was actually his tour guide. Yeah, her name was Beverly. She was cool. Yeah. I liked and, her a lot. And she's making him some alcoholic <laughs> beverages and he's just ready to get lit up. Yeah. He and, even, I feel like doesn't even say that. Didn't even say like light me up or something I, like that. I don't know. He no, probably one, would. <laughs> at one point he's like, I have to get a little tipsy, hold on. Yeah, you know he yeah, and then he like takes this drink and you can hear him gulping down the beverage and then he's like bantering with her in front of the staircase yeah, I, this is great and oh, yeah and and they start talking about like how how he's gonna have sex he, with the rapist lady yeah well he's like i like um annie palmer and i he says something about having chitty chitty bang bang with her so if we went up in chitty chitty bang bang <laughs> yes yeah he just says um that he's talking about like how if he were to have chitty chitty bang bang with her and then um, the tour guide asks basically, are you good at chitty chitty bang bang? And he was like, oh, yeah, oh, I guess we'll I, I guess I am or. I think I said I hope so. Or I hope so, yeah. I, it was just really funny. Well, that got brought up because he mentioned, oh, well, you know, I know that, that the men that she sleeps with get killed the next day, but I'm going to be gone anyway tomorrow. So, so. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, right. well, I don't know if that's the case. Are you good at Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? <laughs> so. Uh, it was just such an awkward, weird conversation. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, uh, part of the slave revolt of 1831, all of the portraits of Annie Palmer were destroyed. So notably, we have no idea what Annie Palmer looked like. Uh, every, uh, every image of her was ripped down, burned, thrown away. With the idea that her spirit could, uh, come back through one of her portraits. Yeah, yeah. They also, on her, her sarcophagus, <laughs> yeah. is it a sarcophagus? In, I think it's just a... I called it a tomb, but tomb. I don't know what it is. It's a, it's somewhat, if you were to look at it, it's like an extremely modest mausoleum. Yeah. In that yeah. it's above ground, but mm -hmm. it really is nothing but a stone case for a cast casket. It's yeah. It's like right, hip high. Right. It doesn't have, it's not walled off or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, and it's right outside the house, correct? Yeah. Okay. And they... um. Uh, I guess the, the enslaved people put a white cross. Formerly at this point, formerly enslaved. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, put a white cross on the ends of her tomb so that if her spirit came out of her tomb, it could not cross past those those crosses. Yeah. Uh, assuming that she's an evil entity, which she definitely was. Sounds like it. <laughs> Sounds a little life, bit like an evil entity. Maybe after death, too. Yeah, they refer to her as a white witch as well because supposedly she had learned some magic from one of the oh, yeah. freed voodoo. slaves. Yes. Yeah, well, they refer to it as voodoo. Yeah. Um, it could be any number of religions I, or cultural I don't traditions. Know. I wonder how true that was. I, I felt a little skeptical <laughs> over it. It just sounded like they were trying to make the story better. Yeah. Anytime a white person is telling me that something is voodoo, I always question it. You know what I mean? Well, because the cultural idea of what voodoo is is so rooted in so many things. It seems like every single like episode of Ghost Adventures that involves people of color in the history, there's always talk about voodoo. Especially black people. Especially if it's black people, though. Then and it's like a, we're going to go to voodoo like immediately in that case. It's kind of insane. It speaks to the cult, to the prejudices that people have about history mm -hmm. and what history is and like who gets to tell the stories of our past and what that means. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you hear a white person telling you about voodoo, question that. Zach says after he talks to the the tour guide lady, uh, Beverly, um, and they're about to cut to break, he says this quote, Annie... I'm a bachelor, and I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. Oh, God. And then he trails off, and then he says, she didn't castrate anyone, did she? <laughs> yeah, I just... Wow. I, uh, what a great quote, Zach. Uh, so poetic and romantic. And right off this really poetic, romantic moment, we move into <laughs> another commercial for the Hilton, where the boys are staying. Uh, lots of great shots of the beach. Uh, probably something Travel Channel made him do. And then they play a little football. <laughs> that they suck at. Uh, they, they don't call it football. They though. call it soccer, but it is definitely football to the people of and Jamaica. Nick's wearing a basketball jersey. Uh, it's the Ghost Adventures crew versus a bunch of people who work at what is now the historical side of the Rose Plantation. Who actually play football. Yeah, and the GAC gets creamed. They lose 7-1, to one, which is a fucking <laughs> insane score for I can't even this believe game. they got one, one goal. Yeah, they like made the goal and they got really excited about it. Nick know? does a front flip when he does yeah, when he yeah. makes a goal. They're just like showcasing. And then um, immediately after they made the goal, the other team made a goal. And then like four more goals <laughs> on yeah, top of that. Yep, yep. So they go into town to mingle with the locals and it's, ugh, it's painful. It sucks. They it's like, the fun. It's the quote unquote fun part of the episode. They include clips of them interacting with someone who either is on some sort of drug or suffers from something, and and they they include Aaron uh, uh, making a comment about it, saying like that guy's on something. <laughs> And it's just like it's so distasteful. Yeah. Like if you if you just included your interaction with this person, okay. Or just don't that's include not, it. It's not. It's kind of tacky to have this in the show, but the fact that you're calling out that you believe this person to be under some kind of influence, it just makes you look like an asshole. <laughs> mm -hmm. Aaron. Yeah, and honestly, they all seem drunk, so I don't know. What yeah. Like, what's the fucking high they, horse here? Yeah. Like how they're talking about other people being on stuff. They've been drinking, most yeah. likely. Also, Zach and uh, the boys continue to do really bad um, fake 
Jamaican accents. Oh, God. For Especially this whole when they're playing episode. soccer. Yes. They do oh, like. It was bad. What a white person thinks a person from Jamaica sounds like. They yeah. do that impression. Uh, um, they Zach is introduced. Zach has a handler for this section, which is very smart. Did y'all notice this? Who is there the was a handler? man who probably worked for the Rose Plantation who was oh. like escorting them around town, oh, the gentleman okay. with the glasses, um, who kind of keeps them from saying stupid shit as much as he possibly can. Um, they meet a guy who's selling coconut water who is also very enthusiastic about ghosts. Mm-hmm. And the coconut water. He says that the coconut water is good for your liver, for your kidneys. Good sex. You'll, yeah, and you'll never need to go to the doctor again. <laughs> you'll never need you to go to... You drink coconut water. Yep. So, you heard it from here, folks. If you drink coconut water, that's it. No more doctors. Yep, no more dying either. <laughs> but um, what's kind of funny about this scene, I mean, it, he's just showboating around the town, being really Completely. loud and showy, and just, mm-hmm. just an ass. Yep. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I... This is the kind of American tourist I am absolutely ashamed of. Yep. I, I just... Uh, this is the kind of person that you do your best not to be when you're right. in another country. But I'm Zach a lo- loud, obnoxious American. <laughs> do you think he's like this when the cameras are off? Or do you think this is just like... Do you think this is the beast that is awakened within Zach Bagans when he's on camera? I don't know. That's a really great question. Hey, well, he seems to do it more when he's like... In a more touristy place, I think. Yeah. Where there's alcohol available. Yeah. Do you think he was like drunk? Probably. I would say. Yeah. I would say. He was at the Hilton on the Travel Channel budget. (laughs) They probably paid for a couple of drinks. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Travel Channel rejected or just just completely (laughs) was like, oh gosh. This this, one's a mess. This is a mess. Never again. We're never going to show this on air. Not that many of the (laughs) other ones are much (laughs) better. Like, we've we've purposely been avoiding two episodes on our season five DVD. Yeah, and then we watched this one. Uh, We've been, like, avoiding these other Plantation episodes, and we were like, Rose Hall, that sounds nice. Jamaica, oh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Have we we even mentioned Johnny Cash yet? Yeah, we we did in the beginning. Very briefly. Because we actually did, before going to town, got a short tour of the property that Johnny owned. Yeah. Which was basically, it's just this big mansion. It's like a carriage house. Next to the plantation, nothing too fancy, and um, it's called Cinnamon Hill. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cute, and it, everything has been apparently left as is. Like the last time he was there, yeah, like his shoes are still there. He's got this giant alligator skin hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, family pictures, although they never show you the family pictures. Mm-hmm. It's um, probably some copyright. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, they can't do that. Although I'm really curious about what they look like. Yeah. 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 Zach even cool. makes a joke about how he and Johnny Cash are both the men in black. Yeah. No. He like compares himself to Johnny Cash. <sighs> well, Johnny Cash is one of the is one of the male role models that every manly man is supposed to have, you know, like yeah, John Wayne. That's true. And, and Zach is like Zach is so high on the, the patriarchal masculinity. I'm that sorry, he knows Zach, he has but there's no way this. you are similar to Johnny Cash. No, absolutely not. I mean, Johnny Cash killed that alligator. Could, Could Zach Bagans kill an alligator? No, no. He's scared of cockroaches, which we find out in this episode. <laughs> so. I want to make fun of him for that, but I also know that cockroaches are fucking nasty. They are. Also, I don't know if they knew this, but the further you get, the closer you get towards the equator, the bigger the bugs. That makes sense. Yeah. The bigger the things in general. Like, any time in Earth's history, geology lesson, 
Anytime's an <laughs> anytime. We should have like a little theme song that takes us into a geology <laughs> lesson. Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, here's the theme song. It's time for Earth lessons with Cassie. Uh, <laughs> um, anytime in Earth's history where the Earth has been had a warmer climate, especially warmer than it is presently. Please don't get that confuzzled though about, about contemporary global climate change. It doesn't have to do. First off, okay, so anybody who's like, oh, so it has been warmer in Earth's history, so what's the big deal? Yes, it has been warmer, but not for the reasons that it is right now. If we didn't have the reasons, or if we didn't have anthropogenic emissions of, of um, greenhouse gases, we would be in a natural state of, of climate, and we're not. Um, and also, in Earth's history, when there has been warmer, cli- when, when there have been warmer climates, there have been different species <laughs> because things dramatically change when you change the climate about sometime. Oh, I forget the specifics, but there was a time right after the dinosaurs, by the way, some, one of the reasons why the dinosaurs were so huge and got so huge was because of the warm climate. And then after the dinosaurs, it was also super warm and we had more humongous animals. Um, like we have the Titanoboa, which was a gigantic snake that was about mm. the length of a school bus. Um, we had giant ground sloths and we had, a, yeah. we had these huge like rhino elephant things and I don't remember what they're called, but they're enormous. Have you heard of the hell pig? No. The hell pig is a colloquial name given to a relative of the, uh, common boar. That oh, exists today. Okay. That was about oh. the size of a horse. Oh wow! Whoa. A, a terrifying pig the size <laughs> of a horse. How about how fucked up is that? So if you want animals to get bigger, especially predators, then go ahead and keep keep you, burning fossil keep, fuels. Keep burning those fossil fuels. Although I, I do want to point out that a lot of animals that live in colder climates tend to be bigger as well because heat. of heat. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. heat doesn't escape as quickly through animals that mm-hmm. have more mass. So, so any temperature extremes. The yeah, square third rule. definitely seems that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting yeah. stuff. So again, you learned something. At least you learned something on this episode of Insanely Haunted. <laughs> Unless you already knew that, then good for you. Then good for yeah. you. Thanks for joining us again. If you'd like to be on our show to talk about hot science topics, uh, send an email to insanelyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. If you want humongous insects. I do want big bugs i do want to see big giant I bugs i would love i mean that, bugs are bugs are cool we've, i find them so scary them. but i would love to look at from behind glass a dragonfly the size of a kestrel like I think of giant that. spiders giant tarantulas so long as there's the glass. type that you get in like australia and the caribbean if there, i'm at a zoo the I'm looking biggest at tarantula i ever saw was in peru yeah in the amazon and it was at night in the bathroom. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, well, that's when you're, you're going to see a tarantula at night. Yeah. At night. And it was this giant, like, I don't know what species it was, but it was enormous. It was this black <gasps> male tarantula. And I guess. How big do you think it was? It was like this, but oh. it was way so, bigger than my hand. Oh, like, God. Like, and it was funny because the lights had gone out. Yeah. And my, my friend, I was using the bathroom and my friend. Um, who is at the sink washing her hands? She goes to turn on the light Ooh, at the light switch. Oh my god! And the tarantula was right above Ooh. the light switch, and she almost touches it, <laughs> and she just screams. And I'm like, 
what is it? And I run out of the bathroom and there's this huge tarantula, like the biggest tarantula I've ever seen in my, oh my life. God. And it was amazing. It was an amazing creature, but it was, that is not the way you want to meet one. Of That's those. like a three pound mm-hmm. bug. But I guess he was wandering around. Someone had told us that he was looking for mates, but he would normally be in a hole. In the ground, he was one of those tarantulas that live in but holes. He was a horny tarantula. Yeah, he was looking for uh, looking for love. Yeah, he was in all Look, the wrong places. In all the wrong places. <laughs> hey, segue. This gets us right back into the episode. Circle right wait, back wait, around. Before we, before we get back to Zach Vegas, I just want to say I know somebody who did some research in a country in Central America, and she said that at night, I don't remember which country it was, so that's bad on me. But she said that at nighttime, there were these giant ants that would come out, and um and do whatever it is that they do working and stuff i don't know <laughs> building building but engines being all anti voting but they were so voting. big that, and apparently when they would come out and and start walking along the ground you would hear clicking Ooh. oh wow <laughs> yes and apparently they're everywhere and you just kind of are used to them if you live there but she said it was the most disturbing thing <laughs> Anyway, that so, is disturbing. So this is a two-part lockdown. So we've we've cleared right past the investigation phase. We're going into the lockdown now. It's a two-part lockdown. Part one is at the cash home. Yep. Part two is where Cinnamon Annie used Hill to live. And Rose Hill. Do you all mind if I just say up front, they don't get any fucking evidence in this episode? No. No. They don't get fucking anything in this episode. Nope. Yep. I mean, nope. Uh, they don't. <laughs> They bring the EMF detector out with the EVP recorder, and so many times, like the EMF detector, like pings and goes off, and they try to ask questions, but they don't get anything. They think they hear a response by the alligator cloak, or the alligator skin. <laughs> Sorry, cloak. Oh, wow. I totally missed that. No, I thought it was the shoes. Yeah. And the shoes. Oh, so they okay, think, so it was both. So they get this yeah. idea in their heads that like, oh shit, we need to go towards Johnny Cash's possessions. That's where we're going to talk to him. Because they that's the thing, is they really want to do this EVP investigation because they really want to talk to Johnny Cash. They want to get some of that fame rubbing off on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, nothing. Yeah, but Johnny Cash doesn't want to ha- have anything to do with them. These so... doofuses. Would you? No. No. At one point, Zach is talking about how they get false positives sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he's like weirdly transparent about the fact that he says, basically he says, you can't just assume everything's a ghost, which is what you do in every other episode. <laughs> but okay. But I was really impressed with his scientific integrity in this episode. <laughs> I mean, the fact that he said that was, I kudos to him. My hat's off to him for for being a true scientist that he truly is. The thing is, though, that <laughs> later on in the same in the very same conversation, he's saying like, "But you also just because we don't get anything doesn't mean there aren't ghosts." Yeah, that's the other thing he likes. To, he finishes up with, so really covering his ass in every direction. Yeah. Oh, he also explains what EVP is to us <laughs> today. I don't know if he's ever explained this before. Uh, the reason they use digital recorders is because they're more sensitive. Oh, yeah, he goes on this big explanation about how recorders are more sensitive, and it doesn't really make sense. What? Yeah, what does that even mean? Like, what are they more, what are they comparing it to? Like, what are they more sensitive than? Are you talking about, like, hearing capabilities? Because that's, yeah. okay, yeah. Sure, maybe. But that's kind of weird. I don't know. <sighs> then they discover the secret zone, which... Oh, yeah. ...is beneath the house. Oh, it is well, a they, secret... Yeah, they find a door. They find a door and they open it up and it's the mm-hmm. secret basement where there's a secret prison cell 
on this plantation, which is cool. And they don't talk at all about what that probably was. Nope. No. They just sort of leave it as a mysterious thing. And this is where we learn that Zach is super, super scared of cockroaches. He says he was traumatized by yeah, cockroaches. He said he was traumatized by co- cockroaches when he lived in Florida, like growing up in Florida. And then I was like, damn, he's from Florida. Well, that explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's from Miami. I mean, the way he dresses, the, the fake tan, the hair. The little goatee he's got now. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, that really, it, it put, put a lot of things together for me in my head about him. Well, now he lives in Las Vegas. Yeah, so he does live in Las Vegas. Very, very, like, very, very, like, L.A. type, like, rich L.A. type That's persona. the thing. If he didn't end up in, in Las Vegas, he definitely would have ended up in oh, L.A. Yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah. Well, not that there would be any less haunted activity in L.A. If anything, there'd probably be more if they do exist, if ghosts do exist. If, I mean, ghosts, if ghosts do exist. If ghosts do exist, big cities, right? Like, that's your mm-hmm. that's your best bet, because there's more people, more death. And L.A. has a lot of, like, heartbreak and dreams and just a lot of feels and emotions. And also a lot of bad yeah. things, too. Yeah, we saw La La Land, so, you know, we know what it's really like. <laughs> we know the whole thing. Movie. City of Star- It's a fucking bad movie. Can we talk about this for a second? La La Land sucks. La La Land Moonlight sucks. Come won. at us. Um... I don't know. Have you I, seen... never, I never saw it, but I know what you're talking about. I bought the DVD because we still get DVDs. La La Land is in the last five minutes was like, hey, what if this movie had a good ending? Does, Wouldn't that be that cool? the one with Emma Stone? Yeah. Unfortunately, it, she's like, so damn good and she fucking wasted part of her life on this fucking movie. They're like trying to be their own unique version of Moulin Rouge or... Uh, it's like a modern Moulin and, Rouge. And Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Two amazing actors totally yeah. wasting their time on this. Yeah. That's anyway. His character's an asshole. And yeah, it's like a, po- a pointless waste of time. It's, it's dumb. Anyway. Kind of like this episode, this part of the investigation where they go to Johnny Cash's house. Total pointless waste of time. Yeah. Yeah, because they think they're going to find something when they're in the, in the cockroach basement. And um, they never do. Yeah, nothing. Like, like they think it's going to be something really cool, and they're going to actually talk to Johnny Cash's ghost. And um, nope, nothing. Oh, they think they catch his voice. Oh, the, the, oh. that's like at <laughs> That's later, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah we'll that's pretty that. funny. So Zach does say a quick thank you prayer to Johnny and June before they leave this place. <laughs> He's like, Johnny, thank you for letting us into your home. Yeah, like he so graciously wanted him to be there. Like, he had a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And now we move on to Rose Hall, where it gets uncomfortable immediately. Yes. Oh, Lord. Oh, gosh. Oh, Lord. Oh, gosh. Uh, They get the security guy from Rose Hall. His name is Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Wilson's a team player. I gotta say, if I were him, I would not have been super jized about coming along on this. And he says that they're going to use and they literally use the word use wilson as basically bait for the ghost of annie palmer but they don't explain why why is that zach what do you what is it about wilson that makes you want to use him as bait hmm what is it Zach? it just so happens that wilson is a black man oh yeah Hmm. yeah oh god it's so gross and to say nothing of the fact that I pointed this out while we were having a conversation about this, but this is a place, this building and this land is owned by a white lady and yeah. all of the staff are black. Yeah. And it is a former plantation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have to be so willfully ignorant 
-hmm. of the irony in that situation. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like uh, Get Out. It kind of is like Get Out a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Oh. All of the like Wilson takes a quick vacation into the sunken place for this investigation. Yeah. Oh, and before they go in and do all this, I forgot about this part, but he was doing this little dance. Oh no. And like next to Wilson, and he's like doing this weird like. Uh, he says it's like, like a rave. It's like a cricket rave because they were dancing to the, the the cricket noise from outside, and then Wilson starts to like dance along with him really awkwardly. It was it was goofy. I'm wondering. So they they put some music over it too, and I'm wondering if it was some of Zach's music. <laughs> Probably from his yeah. I, iPod Mini. No, he has <laughs> he has an album. Did you oh, know this, Alicia? I didn't know he had an album. You oh, introduced wait. us to the fact that he's a wedding DJ. Oh yeah, he was a wedding DJ. Yeah, so that explains a lot. Oh my gosh! But was do you think he was playing his own music at weddings? Probably. He probably snuck it in there. Oh, that's, probably snuck it in there. That's oh, that's not good. Here's we'll the share, question: We'll share his a track of his with you. Do okay. y'all think he had like a fake DJ name that he de that he mixed on the ones and twos by? Necrofusion. Necro DJ Necrofusion. DJ I'm sure of Necro it. That's the name of his album. Are you serious? <laughs> Whoa. Oh. And literally, it's like it's like um, industrial metal mixed with EDM. No, I wish <laughs> oh, mixed gosh. with literal like sound bites from Ghost Adventures. Oh <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> That's great. Wait, That's wait, hilarious. Let's, let's show you right now while we're, while we're recording. Oh, okay, we, Can you we have... pull up the track In My Dungeon? Okay. That's one of my favorite ones. In My Dungeon? Yes. What a great name. Oh, this is man. my torture chamber. The thing is, I tended to torture when I was in a bad place. <laughs> okay. So for a good time, download and listen to Necrofusion by Zach Bagans. This is really good. Is this on Spotify? I don't know. Probably. Hold on, I'm going to look this up right now. Now that's the raw Ghost Adventures clip where you can hear him say fucking. Yeah. Do you see the pictures on this? Yeah, what? Those are upsetting. Those are sexual. Do you see this one? With the rabbit Those are on upsetting! The... Oh and then my the god! Lady in the... Oh my god! Wait, how is that... How is that related to this? I don't know. It's called Lords of Acid Deep Chills and I guess... Zach Bagans is on a song called Paranormal Energy. He's like featured on a song. Featured. Oh. Featured. Like. So far, really bad. Oh. <laughs> Wait, 
This is so awful. <laughs> this is like that, um... Max has died. Oh! Okay, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, savor that, savor that. What's that called again? This is called... Paranormal Energy? Uh, yeah, it's a song called Paranormal Energy, Jesus. and Zach Bag Bagans is on it. It's Lords of Acid is the artist that has him featured on this. I think that might be his voice. Yeah, I think and that's it definitely is. Zach. He definitely wrote that because it's like getting scratches on my yeah, back. Yeah, I yeah. want to prove that ghosts exist. Yeah, and it, it's on this album called Deep Chills, and it's got sexual, like porno, extremely pictures. sexual, cartoons. yeah, <laughs> cartoons on it. It's kind of gross. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, <laughs> let's get back to a way more comfortable topic of discussion. <laughs> Zach brings Wilson into oh. Annie's bedroom oh, and sets him up with an EVP recorder in his hand and some REM pods at his feet. And he's like, here he is. Come get here him. Here he is. Come get him. And Wilson, again, team player, is playing along. He's actually trying. I get the feeling that Wilson is into ghost hunting. So that's cool. Good for him, I guess. It still feels very much like he is being victimized in this situation mm -hmm. in a way that is very gross. And they also give him subtitles, which you don't really need because his accent is not even that thick. And also the subtitles say mon when he says man, and he pronounces it like you would yeah. pronounce like it as an American person. He's not saying a different word. He's saying man. He just has an accent, you idiots. But it's a very light accent even. Yeah. It sounds, this man would have no trouble being understood in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Zach says a very uncomfortable Oh yes. Oh my god uh, yes. statement. He says that at some point during this whole thing they're talking to Annie's ghost and, and Wilson's standing there quietly and they're trying to get stuff to happen, although I mean I guess the REM pods are going off. He's asking her questions, are mm -hmm. you near Wilson? And it like beep yes if you're there and it does beep. I mean, I don't really know if that means much, but at some point he says that Wilson appears to be in some kind of sexual re relaxation state. What does that mean? And yeah, what what does that mean? As viewers, I observed no change in Wilson. I Wilson know. seemed like he was just acting no. like he acts. The last thing Wilson said before Zach said that was he said something like, I'm feeling real heavy, man, or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, yeah, he did. And usually, like, they say stuff like that. They, they say, say that like, oh, I feel so heavy. That has nothing to... I, unless it's, like, some... I don't know, slang or something. Like, he's just saying he feels heavy, and Zach just automatically jumps to, oh, he's in some sexual relaxation state. Which, how is being in a sexual state relaxing? It's I, usually the opposite. Yeah, I have no idea what he meant by that. That makes no sense. Wilson does help them decode the EVPs that they get. Yes. Um, oh, no. All of which are terrible. Oh. All of which sound like... They sound like bass beats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of them, they think, says, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that Wilson thought said, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like... Zach asks him, what do you think this says? And Wilson was like, yeah. 
It just doesn't sound. And they all are like, like "Yeah, dude, yeah." And they're saying it sounds yeah. like a female voice. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like anything. Well, and to me, it's funny because what if it did say "Yeah"? Like, what is so great about it saying "Yeah"? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what about that is so invigorating and exciting? I don't well, know. Well, you see, Alicia, it's an intelligent response. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway, after this, they dismiss their guest and proceed with their traditional investigation style. They there is a, a thing that the the ghost supposedly says though, and it was really gross in my opinion. The ghost supposedly says, "Oh my goodness!" Like, oh yeah, she really was into Wilson, and they were like, "Oh, what what did Zach said?" He was like, "Oh, she really liked you," or something to that effect. Zach said that to Wilson. I think he really wants something to happen. And well, nothing was happening. And nothing was <laughs> happening. Yeah, it was... I think he's reaching too far to a point where it gets pretty gross. And uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. hoping that this the ghost of this slave owner is into this, mm -hmm. this local dude, this local black guy. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just... Ugh. It, I I can't even... It was very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I think it's a pretty unconscious dude. Generally, is what mm -hmm. it seems like. They decide that they're going to recreate some oh, yeah. some of the energy in the home by each of them. Annie had three husbands. She killed each of them in a different room. So each of the three members of the Ghost Adventures crew goes to a different room to try and talk to her. Um, and this is where Zach says famously, pour this hot grease on me <laughs> into the recorder. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh. they don't do much. Uh, Aaron <laughs> thinks he gets a big voice. All three of them, by the way, are like laying down in beds at this point, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. It's nap time. Um, <laughs> yeah, they partied too hard in the city and now it's time to go to sleep. And Aaron is wondering why he's feeling so sleepy. And it's probably like they don't tell us the time, but they tend to do these investigations throughout the middle of the night. <sighs> Uh, Aaron gets spooked. He thinks he hears a woman's voice. EVP apparently catches a woman's voice, but it sounds like... Like that. <laughs> he says it screamed. We didn't hear. He heard it. a woman screaming. How do you hear a woman screaming in your ear? Yeah, like because you didn't hear it on the recorder, really. Like, well, at least on the camera recorder, you hear nothing. And if it was a scream, I feel like the camera recorder would have picked it up. Uh -huh. On his personal recorder, yeah, it didn't sound really like anything at all. No. But because he's getting evidence, they decide to send him out to Annie's grave. Yeah, outside. Outside that. that Weird, like, tomb thing. Yeah. He hears some footsteps. Which out is there. creepy. It's I would, creepy. I would pee my pants. I wouldn't pants. want that. That would scare <laughs> the shit out of me. Uh, if, if any of you go camping, like, noises in the middle of the night can be scary, especially if you're by yourself, which you shouldn't be. You should be with people. But. And Aaron does flip a little bit when he starts hearing this stuff, mm -hmm. uh, reasonably. Uh, and he's still trying to get evidence, but he doesn't really get anything. Mm -hmm. Story of the night, story of the whole night. Trying to get evidence, can't get anything. Yeah, and Zach does say, though, he was like, well, that that branch cracking outside in the dark when Aaron was out near the tomb, um, he's like, it could have been an animal. So I was like, yeah. Good my, job. Good job, Zach. Keep thinking more like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's good logic. Yeah. So good for him not automatically thinking it's a ghost. Yeah. Um, and that's really about it. There's kind of two little epilogue features, one in which Zach returns to talk to Moses, who's the groundskeeper of the Rose Hotel. 
because they found some footprints in one of the hotel in one of the sorry i said rose hotel didn't i rose hall rose hall yeah so they find footprints in one of the rooms of someone's bare feet and at first they're like oh this could be ghosts and then they go to talk to moses and he's like oh sometimes people go barefoot in there mm-hmm so it's not ghosts. So they debunk that. They do the debunked thing. Yeah, they have like the words in these cheesy fonts saying debunked. Mm-hmm. It's all very dramatic. There was also a photo that they got where they it looked like there might have been a ghost. Oh, yeah. Kind of. But and it's furniture. It's furniture. And they're like debunked. And uh, then <laughs> and then they end up going back to yes. Johnny Cash's house. No cameras. Yeah. No cameras this time, just Zach and Billy in a spirit box. And nice. they they get what they think is Johnny on the spirit box. So they take it to Jay, who we have not talked about on this show yet, I don't think. Yeah, who's Jay? Jay's another audio technician that works for them. Okay. And he later becomes a fully-fledged member of the Ghost Adventures crew. So they go to talk to Jay about this clip, this voice that they captured. And according to Jay and his technology, it's Johnny Cash. <laughs> Um, never, notwithstanding the fact that Johnny Cash is still a very popular and beloved musician who is still played widely on the radio, which is with what the spirit box scans to get its voices. So I fail to see how this is significant. Wait, you said that they didn't bring cameras? No. Did they bring a recorder Yes. Then? And that's how they got it? Yes. Oh, that's hor- Like that's the most terrible audio you could have. If you're getting audio <laughs> evidence of ghosts, but no visual evidence, like, come on. But audio evidence of ghosts, but not directly on your recorder, but actually out of the spirit box. Yes. And no and way for us to- your recorder is recording that. It's horrible audio. And nothing for us to verify that you don't have a person in the corner going, ooh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right, because they didn't bring the cameras. It's almost like, it sounds to me like they got frustrated, they got nothing, and then so someone's like, oh man, I'm just going to go back and see what I can get. And then they get nothing again, but they're trying to reach just for grasping, something. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. just grasping. And they, I don't know, that just doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. Well, we did it. We made it through this episode of Ghost Adventures. Oh, Lord. Congrats to us. Congrats to you. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through this one. Episodes... Well, almost every episode, but episodes like that just leave a little puke in your mouth when it's done and over with. And especially for us, it can be really hard because we don't want to sound like dipshits Mm -hmm. generally, but we extra don't want to sound like dipshits when the the history that that has been put in our hands Mm -hmm. is the history of people who have been, you know, have had horrible violence committed against them. Yeah. So, so like, it feels like, like it, like it hinges on us even more to be responsible about this because mm-hmm. the people who are actually handling this material have no sense of responsibility to it whatsoever. As uh, John Mulaney describes uh, Donald Trump as president, it's like a horse loose in a hospital. Zach Bagans is a horse <laughs> in a hospital when he goes to a plantation. Yes, absolutely. You don't know what the horse is going to do. Sometimes the horse rides an elevator, so it's like, does the horse know what it's doing? <laughs> Right. It was very uncomfortable, but I I think it's good to point out how bad it was yes. and why it was uncomfortable. <laughs> and um, I'm really glad the Travel Channel didn't air this episode. Yeah, me too. Or they might, they probably did, but it's just not. In They're the keeping it in the Disney vault. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So do you want to take us into Tweet Watch real, real quick? Sure. This is the segment of the show where we uh, peep Zach Bagans' Twitter account, see what he's talking about, see what's buzzing. Okay, there's a tweet where he's doing a little um, Jack in the Box, but it's a Zack in the Box. A Zack in the Box. Let's see what happens.
<laughs> really scared Zach. So it was a Jack in the Box, but it looked like a Rudolph the Re- Red Nosed Reindeer picture on it, and it <clears> did like a Christmas jingle. The text going along with this video is that shit popped up fast. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even see what came out. I think it was a little reindeer. Was it a little reindeer? Yeah, it was cute. cute. <laughs> so not much this week. Um, there's a, a a post. He went to some restaurant he should have credited this restaurant because he posted a picture of their menu um he says gonna have the ghost adventure burger before lockdown ectoplasm on the side please uh, maybe they'll mention it in their their episode when they air it but the special of the day is the 1099 ghost adventure eight ounce burger fresh ain't fresh eight ounce angus burger bacon lettuce tomato pepper jack extremely hot ghost pepper sauce oh, nice. oh gosh nice dude uh and that just sounds red yeah, it does. It's just a regular cheeseburger with some nice hot sauce on it. <laughs> what? This is weird. He has a, a tweet that says, we should have a new rule, dot, dot, dot. The people say nice things about someone before they are deceased. What? What? What, <laughs> what does that mean? What are you talking about, Zach? I mean, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Do people not do that? I don't know. I just don't what understand what he's saying. I don't know what he's talking about. Zach really lives in his own little world, doesn't he? Yeah, and we were kind of talking about, like, who he was earlier during the episode, and, like, uh, well, he's he's 41 years old. Uh-huh. Um, he's not married. He lives in Las Vegas? Yeah. No, he does. Okay, okay. I was like, how does this dude not, you know, not, I don't know. Actually, I don't really want to go into that. <laughs> okay. Don't put that on the episode. <laughs> Zach, as Zach Baggins has told us in quite a few episodes, he doesn't have luck with women, and they're usually psycho and... His was, words, his words. Yeah. That was the last episode we watched. Oh. He talked about how uh, mo- most of the women he meets are demented and psychotic and something like that. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. You, you know, guys, I'm starting to think this Zach Baggins guy might be kind of an asshole. <laughs> and then he might be projecting... Yeah, I don't know. They say that people who are assholes, if they treat other people horribly, they're probably treating themselves horribly. So it makes me feel kind of sad for him. Sad for him, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Don't know the guy. Don't want to know the guy. But he does put out these weird shows for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if uh, If the Haunted Museum is still hiring, please let us know if you get work there. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about it. And how the interview went. That's the other big thing. Tell us what it's like being interviewed by Zach Bagans. Wait, are they hiring? They are hiring. The show? No. They have been. For oh, the for the museum. museum that he has. Oh, he has a museum? You yeah. didn't know this? No, I didn't know Oh, this. well, he has a museum. That's oh. what Deadly Possessions is about. Oh, okay, because mm-hmm. I remember talking about that, but I, I don't even know that show really. He has a museum in Las Vegas. Where he's collected a bunch of haunted items or peculiar oh, items. Oh, is that why he had this whole video with Post Malone touching yes. Yes. a box? Yes, that is in his museum. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was just like, why is Post Malone there? But mm-hmm. I whatever. guess he's friends. He's got friends in Vegas and probably LA too. Yeah, that makes sense. Since they're kind of close by each other. But yeah, yeah um, actually, Jenny Hickey went to the museum. She did? Because oh her family's from Las Vegas. What did she think? It was really impressive, and uh, there were a lot of creepy items there. How did he pay for all that? <laughs> well, 
I think he has a lot. Well, okay, so his Demon House documentary, he actually purchased the house just. Whoa! Does he really make that much from the Travel Channel? I guess, yeah, I mean, he would. 16 seasons. Oh, wow. And he's got other shows. Holy smokes. Um, Yeah, so, uh, and he ended up demolishing that house, the house that he bought because it had too many demons. It's too ghosted. It was, it was the house from hell. Hell house. So. Anyway, that's about it. There's a lot of layers to Zach Baggins. Most of them are bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us on this wait, episode. Wait, wait, wait. What was your favorite part of this episode? Uh, <laughs> was well, there? Actually, okay. Actually, there was this one part I really liked. It had nothing to do with Zach Baggins. It had nothing to do with the little ghost adventure crew. It was when they played the Johnny Cash song about Annie. About Annie. Palmer. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so we wrote a, a song about this, and that makes this episode a little more like, okay, you can listen to the song and know what they're talking about. You can kind of relate it back to Johnny Cash, but I just was a little disappointed that there was no more of that, really. There wasn't a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of this episode was that it ended. Yay! Yeah. Anything else? I liked... Uh... I liked watching Zach embarrass himself when he was drunk and trying, like, just the sex talk. That was so creepy. I mean, it's creepy. It's creepy and uh, uncomfortable, but I like watching him embarrass himself. Yeah. That's kind of malicious of me, but. I like how he referred to sex as chitty chitty bang bang. Mm-hmm. That's That was weird. I wonder what his <laughs> different words for sex are. His different slang oh, words, like chitty chitty bang bang. Oh. I don't really want to know. <laughs> I don't even want to picture him in bed. Like, no. Mm-hmm. No. He tries to give you an idea of it. Sometimes he'll take his shirt off, and then he'll, like, sit in a bed where <laughs> a lady ghost is supposed to fuck him. Oh, God. Max has a really cringy face on right now. <laughs> <laughs> So reminder is to support your state and national parks and uh, also your museums. Go go to a museum and learn things. Yeah. Learn real things about real stuff that happened to real people. Mm-hmm. And don't uh, try your best to learn to learn all the perspectives mm-hmm. and oh. not just the sort of settler colonial perspective that you usually get. Also, the holidays are coming up. Yeah, um, we're having Friendsgiving this we week. We are, yes. And we love you, uh, regardless of whether or not you have difficulties seeing family. That's totally normal to it have is. difficulties with your family. Yeah, we're not going home. That's why we're having Friendsgiving. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So don't... And we're celebrating uh, this dinner totally independent of the actual holiday, because the actual holiday is fucked up. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, thank you again for listening to this episode of Insanely Haunted. Uh, I know that uh, it was a tough one. It is a tough episode of Ghost Adventures to get through, but we're glad you joined us, and we're glad you're here every week. And we're really happy that you're giving us reviews and ratings. I'm really happy that you're sending us emails to Insanely Haunted Podcast or talking to us uh, on our Facebook page, telling us about all the cool stuff we need to be checking out. I have another podcast called Zenkai Boost. You can check us out at ZenkaiBoost.com, Z-E-N-K-A-I Boost. And that's about it. Thank you to Leandra for giving us a hand. Thanks, thanks for, for the, the hand. hand. And thanks to Argo Fox for the music that we use in the intro and the outro to the show. <laughs> As always, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Alicia. And you just heard...
a, a class, class A EVP. EVP. Yeah.